Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chida Jacob, here this morning to serve you the today's episode of our ongoing everyday fellowship with the world. Don't forget, it's this month that we are trusting our heart to be completely healed and recovered from every hurt that has come from relationships. I have told them yesterday, in case you don't know it, you are a product of your relationship, whether that relationship is with family, community, or even the environment itself. That is just true. So today, what do we want to do today? Let's settle down and bring some things out. And the reason for that is that this healing can actually take place. Beloved, I wish that as you hear me, your eyes will open to see what I see. You know that you can be better. You know that you can be different. You know that you can enjoy the things around you much, much different. I posted, I made a post just a few minutes ago and I was using Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 and 29. Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 29 is where Jesus said wonderfully. You know what Jesus says? Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you will discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. Jesus says he is easy to please. He says you will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, we have been invited to a life of rest. We've been invited to a life of peace. We've been invited to a life of joy because all these virtues present in our life is what controls our environment, is what controls our experiences, is what dictates how our life goes. I've explained these things to you, beloved. For example, let me use one that I have used very often. One day, I can't remember how many years now, I was having this eternal conversation because prior to that day, back at the back of my mind, I've been made to believe that, you know, it's God's destiny for some people to be poor and some people to be rich. That means when God sends us here, he says, well, A, you are going to be poor. B, you are going to be rich. That's what a sense of destiny looks like. Because God has all have already decided your destination or how you're going to live. But that if that is true, that brings up a very big problem. Because if God has destined the God of heaven and earth, the God that created the universe, if he has destined that a man should be poor, that means any attempt that man is making to be rich that man is fighting against the will of God. If that man should pray to God to bless him, to make him rich, that man is fighting against the will of God. If I should pray for that man or teach that man or give that man money or invest in that man or try to encourage that man to be rich, that means I am fighting against the will of God for that man. So when you look at it, you find the truth, sir. 
There's no destiny such as that. Men are conditioned to be poor. Men are conditioned to be evil. Men are conditioned to be bad. If it is conditioning, that that also means that men, that a poor man can be unconditioned to become rich. And when I mean say rich here, I'm talking about rich in every dimension, materially, physically, emotionally, in every dimension, right? It also means that an evil man can be conditioned, can be unconditioned to be good. So, friend, it's all about conditioning. And that is why I keep telling you, sir, that if, by the grace of God, our inward man is repaired, where is full of joy, peace, beautiful imaginations, wonderful expectations, that's what is all in us. These things in us will control our environment. Don't forget, beloved, what a man is on the inside is what he's going to manufacture on the outside. But today, let us make it a little bit more practical. Please, as you listen, or at the end of this message, I need you to do a self-evaluation today. Please, don't listen for the sake of listening. Please, do a self-evaluation as you as you listen this morning or at the end of this message or anytime you are listening to this message. Sir, truly, ask yourself this question. Are you angry at anyone or at anything or at any situation? For example, the country where you live, are you frustrated about the country? Anger can come from many ways. Sir, are you fearful of anything? Just ask yourself these questions as you listen to this voice, as my, to my voice this morning. Or at the end of the message, ask yourself, are you angry at anyone? Are you bitter at anyone or anything? Or are you frustrated over, an, over a situation? Is there something that makes your heart skip badly? Is there something that drives away your joy? I ask you one more time. Are you angry at anybody? Are you frustrated at anything? Beloved, if you are, this morning, at the end of this message, we're going to be praying some prayers and trusting that you are completely restored. Praise God. Now, let me tell you this. For some of you, you may not be able to pick out something immediately. But let me also show you how you will know that some things needs to be addressed. For example, if you see yourself react so much negatively or angrily or fearful when a particular thing is mentioned or when somebody's name comes up or when somebody says a particular thing to you or when you feel that you're treated a particular way, it brings, it brings excessive, excessive anger, right? It, or it pulls out fear from you. When you hear a particular thing, right? When you hear a particular thing, it brings fear to your heart. It makes your heart skip. Or when your thought goes to a particular way, it makes you fearful. It makes you angry. Something needs to be resolved. And look up here. I'm not asking you to go and start digging out to find out what that particular thing is because you might not be able. And that's why I said, beloved, Listen to me very carefully. Why is this thing very important? These fears, right? These reactions comes from a deeper place within us. And beloved, don't forget, we have been invited to rest. We've been invited to a life of freedom. 
We've been invited to a life of peace. The Bible says, for the kingdom of God is not rules about what to eat and not what to eat. No, it's about righteousness in us, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, it says. Friend, this is what it means that the kingdom of God has come into us when we possess a sense of righteousness, a sense of peace, a sense of joy, a sense of life, right, deep inside us. That is what means that heaven has come down to us and that which is in us will begin to manifest in our, in our environment. I ask you again, beloved, think about it this morning. Please, please, it's for my good is for your good, is for the is for your good, is for the good of everyone and everything around you. Ask yourself, are you angry at anybody? I know you have said, Oh no, I've forgiven, I've forgiven, I've forgotten, it's okay, it has happened. But when those stuff come back again, or when you hear something similar to what happened, how does it make you feel? Right? There are people today who are angry at men generally. You don't know that you are angry at men generally because of what a man did to you. But you don't know. If I ask you, you will never say, no, I'm angry at men generally. But deep within you, you are very angry at men. Sir, listen to me very carefully. There are many deceptive voices that will fuel your anger out there. Social media will fuel your anger, fuel your frustration within but the voice of the Holy Spirit heals, reconciles, and makes us whole. Praise God. If at all there's any pain, if at all there's any frustration anywhere, if at all there's any anger anywhere, today is that day of healing and reconciliation. Praise God. Some people you may not have a problem with people, but you are so frustrated. See, sir, sir, please. Sis, please, let me say this. There's no point waking up every day, going to work, trying to do things, but you're angry or you're hurt deep within you. There's no point. You are wearing yourself down more than you should. You are wearing yourself down. It's like doubling the, the, the wear and tear, you know, on your body. There's no point in that. I tell them in church, I tell them in church all the time, those who walk in church, whether you sing, you play instrument, I tell them, any point you come to that point when you are comfortable, when you are angry, or when you are bitter for any reason, try to do it. Uncle, please stop. When we come to church, we can clap and we'll be okay. Heaven is not waiting for keyboard to move. No, keyboard moves us. It's not heaven that keyboard moves. I tell them this in church because I would rather, I told a young man last Sunday, he was trying to give me an excuse to tell me, oh, pastor, I've not done this, I've not done that. I said, sir, calm down. I am more interested in what is going on inside of you than what you do. What you do, whatever you can do, do. Whatever you cannot do, don't worry yourself about it. Because I've come to the place of faith that God takes care of his work. Praise God. I'm not here to put any man into burden or bondage. No, I'm more interested in what is going on on the inside of you. Friend, please, there is no point. Hear my voice this morning. There's no point waking up in the morning. There's no point reading Bible, fasting, praying, carrying Bible to go and preach to people. But you know deep down, you know you're angry. You know that you're upset. You know. How do you know? You shock yourself sometimes because the way you react to things will tell you it takes you off balance. 
Or when you hear something, fear comes out of your heart. When you think about tomorrow, fear comes out of your heart, right? Anything that brings out those emotions are places where you require help. You require healing. You require the hand of God to touch you. Friend, let me, before I start to guide you into some prayers, let me repeat. There is absolutely no point doing anything, whether you're trying to help someone or you're trying to relate to your husband or wife or children or work. There's no point waking up any day trying to do any good in a frustrated mind, in a fearful mind, in, in, in where you are, where your inside is upside down. There is absolutely no point. I will even encourage you to stop, right? Address, readdress some certain things because you're, you are doubly wearing yourself down. There's absolutely no point in that. Praise God. Amen and amen. So, beloved, what you need to do, all you have to do is the same pattern of prayers that I have mentioned to you before. Now, if there's any other thing you can say to help you, that's fine. But all, because this is not this is not a force. This is like a guideline. This is like a guideline of how we can help ourselves out of this. Things. Don't forget what we have thought. We are like our father. We see the we speak the end from the beginning. We put ourselves at the end from the beginning. And so what we what are we doing? We're thanking God. We, we thank God, Father. We thank God. Like for me, what do I do to help myself in this situation? Remember what I'm telling you. Nobody's exempted from it. Anybody who tells you that they're exempted from this thing is liar. They are just denying the obvious truth. All of us have a place where we were hurt. All of us have things that elicit fear from us. All the, or we say, no, I'm concerned about it. Concern is a camouflage for fear. It's just fear. And so what do I do? I rem I say to myself, I pray sometimes audibly, sometimes not audibly, but constantly. Father, I thank you. I bless you. I give you praise. I'm so excited, Father. I am thankful because right now, I hold no sense of guilt. I hold no sense of condemnation towards me or towards anybody. I hold no hard thought in my heart towards anybody. I thank you, precious Father. I give you praise because this is my constant state. This is where I am. This is who I am. No darkness is allowed in my heart. Only light comes out from my heart. I thank you, precious Father, that every burden is lifted up my heart. Every hurt is healed. Every pain is cancelled in the precious name of Jesus. That's what I say to myself over and over. Remember, I can say this to myself all through the day. I can say this as I go to bed, as I can say this as I wake up. I can say this when I'm picking up something to eat. I can say this at any time. What am I doing? I'm affirming and declaring my reality. I'm, remember, remember, I did not say go and try to solve the problem out with the person. Let me tell you, when you put your heart in the right thing, what you will do will come through. If you need to speak to somebody, you will know. I tell you this. And some, somebody might pick up the conversation. You, you know, I remember, 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 this is not about doing anything on the outside. Everything I've said now is what we do on the inside. This is my heart. This is my heart that you start to see yourself free from this pain, free from this fear, free from this hurt over and over and over again. Father, I thank you. I bless you because my heart is pure. Lord, my heart is completely pure. You have made me pure and my heart is pure. Free of pain, free of hurt, free of any sense of guilt, free from any sense of condemnation, free from any sense of judgment towards me or towards anybody else. Towards me or towards anybody else. This is what I pray 
over and over and over again. Remember, remember, remember. I can tell you what to do. This is the good thing to do, right? But remember, you and I are trying to live our life beyond, above good and evil. You may be led to take some actions. Some things may become clearer to you, right? So that thing is not because it's good or it's bad. No, it's, be, it's coming out from the light that is inside of you now. Praise God. I hope this makes sense. And so before you try to do or try to engage on something you think is good or this is how to reconcile inside, focus first on the inside. Father, I give you praise. Father, I'm so grateful that in my life, forever and ever, my heart is pure. My heart is clean. I hold no sense of guilt. I hold no sense of condemnation. I hold no sense of fear. I retain no sense of judgment, either towards myself or towards anybody at all. Father, this is my state. I give you praise for only you have done this. This is my reality. This is my eternal reality. This is how I live my life. I thank you, Father. And the more you say that, friend, if you do it well, the sense is present. You will realize that you started by trying to talk about something in the future, but now it's becoming present in you. The sense is present with you. Praise God. Amen and amen. And don't worry. If you need to take any step, you will discover it. It will be given to you. It will come out from inside of you. Praise God. And you will see that whatever step you take is full of the presence of God. Amen and amen. All right. I'm going to stop here today. And I'll come back to you again tomorrow. Please, beloved, this is not... Remember, when I started this, I told you, this is not about knowing something. This is about bringing healing to my heart. Bringing healing to your heart. Healing every place and everywhere that has brought out fear, pain, sorrow, judgment, anxiety, guilt in us. That we're completely and absolutely released and made free in the precious name of Jesus. Don't forget, He has made us free. We have only been awakened to walk into the consciousness of all that he has done. Help me, please. Look for a family member today. Send them a message. Say, I think you should hear this. Look for a friend, somebody. Make this a special message today. Send it out to somebody, as many people as you can, so that we can extend this stream of healing, this presence of our Father we carry. We can extend it as far as you can. And don't forget that this morning, you have been served. Shalom.